0: Hi and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar and my purpose here is to tell you of the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ that's available to everyone. If you're new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal story in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, it will encourage you to read the New Testament, the Gospels and the letters which explain the good news of Jesus' true salvation, your one-way, non-stop, ticket to heaven. The episode will begin after this short message. WWJD. Comparing Jesus clearing the temple to the riots. How wrong is that? The other day, Technically, it was yesterday morning, Pentecost morning, in the middle of riots, hashtag riots 2020 and hashtag George Floyd protests on Twitter, WWJD, or what would Jesus do, what's trending? Considering that I had used that phrase a few years ago, I used it a lot. It piqued my curiosity. Clicking on to it, I was shocked to see people saying that Jesus would do the same thing, destroy property to prove a point or injustice, because he had cleared the temple in Jerusalem. Stop right there. Well, I didn't respond then because I didn't have time to get into a Twitter argument. Plus, it takes much more explaining than just 280 characters. I explained fully why Jesus got angry and threw over the tables of the temple money changers in an article from in my a Walk Through Holy Week series, and there's a link to it in my blog. You can click over to that. So I'm not going to repeat myself again. Suffice it to say that Jesus was angry at the misuse of the sacred temple grounds. Jesus said, the scriptures declare my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. Saying that, he quoted both Isaiah 56.7 and Jeremiah 7.11. But Jesus submitted to authority. Jesus is God. That being said, Jesus could have, one, wiped out the whole Roman army, officers, emperors, everybody with his voice. Nope, he didn't do that. Two, he could have made all the Pharisees, Sadducees, and Judas leaders all contract leprosy. He didn't. He could have instantly made everyone that heard him understand that his kingdom was not of this earth, but of heaven, and save everyone in one fell swoop. But he didn't. Why? That was not his purpose for coming down to earth. He came to save sinners. In Romans 5, 6, we read, When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. In John 1, 10 through 13, we read, He, Jesus, came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. Jesus, being God, had the power to stop all the torture he endured. But he didn't. He was betrayed by one of his followers, Judas. He was also betrayed by one of his closest friends, Peter. And you can click over to my blog, and there's links to my articles, my specific articles, uh, also through the Walkthrough Holy Week there. The portrayal of Jesus through the Gospel of John um, in, in, a, in a in a video series called "The Life of Jesus," it's one of the best biblical videos I've I've seen. And if you click on a, to my blog, there is um, a video of uh, Jesus being arrested and what he what he went through in uh, John chapter 18. Now, Jesus could have saved himself, but he didn't. Two others, both criminals, were led out to be executed with him. When they came to a place called the Skull, they nailed him to the cross. And the criminals, the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. The crowd watched, and the leader scoffed. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself if he's really God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers mocked him, too, by offering him a drink of sour wine. They called out to him, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. A sign was fastened above him with these words, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals, hanging beside him, scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself. And us, too, while you're at it. But the criminal protested. Don't... But the other criminal protested. Don't you fear God, even when you've been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. And that's found in Luke chapter 23, verses 32 through 43. Now, given the horrible torture that Jesus went through, an innocent man killed for no reason except that the Pharisees and Sadducees and Jewish leaders felt their power threatened, wouldn't you think that Jesus' followers would be angry? Wouldn't it make sense that the apostles, disciples, believers, and followers would be enraged enough to burn the homes and businesses of the ones who killed their leader? Sure, that would make sense. But that's not what happened. Jesus after the resurrection, appeared to his disciples. And what was the first thing he said? Peace be with you. That's in Luke 24, chapter thirty. Uh, Luke chapter 36, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 24, verse 36, and then John chapter 20, verses 19, 21, and 26. Peace be with you. Does that sound like a man who would condone the violence that is going on right now in American cities? Oh, I call to all American Christians. And again, I pray from Colossians 3, 12 through 17. Pray with me. If you call yourself a Christian, pray with me. God, you chose us to be the holy people you love. Clothe us with your tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Help us to make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends us. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us, so we must forgive others. Above all, help us to clothe ourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in our hearts. For as members of one body, we are called to live in peace. Always be thankful. Let the message about Christ and all its richness fill our lives. Help us to teach and counsel each other with the wisdom the Holy Spirit gives. As we sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts, help us also, Lord, to no matter what we do or say, to do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This is what Jesus would do. Amen. Solidero Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my Father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, Uversion Bible app, and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Seek the truth. Seek the gospel truth. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button and then the share button. The gospel of Jesus is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.